Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Dana. We are competitors turned besties turned co-founders, and together we've taught thousands how to handcraft the perfect cozy knit with our chunky blanket kits. So join us as we grow our side hustle. All while balancing marriage, motherhood, friendship, full-time careers, and the inevitable mess that comes when those areas of your life get tangled up. So snuggle in, pour yourself a glass of wine, or maybe not if you're driving, and find comfort in knowing you're not the only one hiding from a toddler right now. This is Tangled Up with Craft Happy. Hi, hi, and welcome to episode six of Tangled Up with Craft Happy. I'm Dana. I'm Kristen. Do you think we'll always start our show with like announcing the number, the episode number? Like it's it's cute that it's like, oh, it's episode six, but like episode like 406 might sound obnoxious. That's a good question. Haven't really thought that far ahead. I can't believe we're on six. <laughs> I know. We've just been going, going, going. I'm like, we have to keep the momentum up. Otherwise, we'll stop. And then we'll realize that we've overcommitted ourselves again. And then we'll be like not talking about anything important. Not that we are yet. I remember um, on the Gold Digger podcast, Jenna Kutcher, is that right? She was saying that when she was, before she started a podcast, she was like, I don't have anything to say. And maybe it was her brother or someone that like pushed her just to do it. And I think she has like 634 episodes. So I think I remember that episode, actually. She's definitely one of those people you look up to because then she like came out with her book, I think earlier this year or last year. And I was just like, damn it, like we should totally do something like that. What do we need to do first? Podcast? Check. <laughs> and let's record them so that we can put them on YouTube and Netflix can see us because we're not just radio voices. We, I mean. I tried to say we don't have a face for radio, right? <laughs> yeah. I've had enough work done to make, <laughs> I got my nose did, my teeth are fake. Like, come on. I'm not dyeing my hair for nothing. No, definitely not. That's a lot of work. I got to get my hair done again next week. I miss meals when I get my hair done. That's how long it takes. Yeah. Well, that's why I did not professionally dye my hair until literally this time last year was the very first time I've ever gone into a salon, except for like one time in high school, that I paid for someone to do my hair because usually, I mean, I was box coloring my hair. Yeah, I know. Really weird. Years. I remember that was your biggest. You're like, you are making too much money. You are a, you're an adult now and adults don't do this <laughs> and you need to go somewhere. Adults don't do that. And adults also have refrigerators with water that comes out of them and an ice maker. <laughs> Every time I go to this girl's fancy ass house, I have to use an ice tray to get my ice cubes and it's very irritating. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> and then she moved and same thing. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, are you just like cursed with ice? You're absolutely cursed when it comes to ice makers. Yeah. So in our our first real, our first and only house this is only the second house we've been in. We inherited a fridge and the second day we owned it, Kevin put Kevin my husband put a Coke in the freezer to like cool it off or something. Like we don't even drink sodas. Like I don't even know where he got this Coke from. Probably hasn't even drank one since maybe this is why. Put a Coke in the freezer and it exploded. And so it like got all into the ice tray maker. And so I don't know what happened. I don't know if we just needed to clean it or take like whatever, but it was just not worth it to us. And we're like, okay, we're Brita filter people now. And then when we moved into this house, we inherited another fridge that was practically brand new and we renovated. So the guys, they pulled out the fridge from the wall and did a couple you know, things. And then they put the fridge back. And when we moved in, no water, no water in the door. <laughs> I quit. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. That's why you can't stay hydrated. Maybe your new Stanley cup will help you out. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, by the time this episode comes out, hopefully I will be drinking for my Stanley Cup and I'll be drinking wine out of it <laughs> at the rate that I'm going. Oh, that's like a bottle and a half probably. <laughs> I've lost two pounds. 
just from not that's probably how much I had been drinking. Do you remember whenever we got pregnant? <laughs> I was just like, oh wow, like I'm actually losing weight my first trimester. Oh wait, it's because I've cut out alcohol and that's how much I was drinking. I've heard a lot of people say that. Like at the beginning they lose weight because you're not drinking. Yeah, I think I've lost like eight pounds already this month just from not drinking. But I was very puffy from December in my wine advent calendar. So And you're <laughs> Yeah, you you were like double downing. You were like, oh, I missed a day. I'm going to drink four bottles tonight. I mean, there were many bottles, but still. <laughs> had to do it. Got to do what you got to do. In the name of Jesus. Well, sorry for the sidebar again. I mean, I think that's our thing. We'll, we'll number every episode and then we'll start with some ridiculous sidebar. So if you're a skipper, you can just go five minutes in and eventually we'll start the actual topic because today <laughs> we are feeling a little bit of the love as we go into Valentine's Day weekend or hate, depending on how you feel about your spouse at the time. I know I fluctuate from day to day. I like to say I'm a very passionate person. In line between love and hate, I feel like that's you and Kevin. Yeah. And I feel like I do have to preface this entire episode. First of all, he might not even listen to it because that ass has not even listened to the first episode fully still. And it's been definitely several weeks since I've given him the opportunity. But I do have to preface it with my husband and I's relationship is very unique in a lot of ways. And I think I'm a little afraid and nervous to talk about it because if you don't know me personally or you don't know Kevin personally, like me probably talking about the way we speak to each other and the fights that we get into and you'd be like, why are you with him? And why is he with you? Probably more so why is he with you? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what side of the fence I'm on for that one. (laughs) (laughs) But we love each other very much. It's an up and down. We just have a unique way of showing each other love and appreciation, I think. I feel like you're like closet in love with each other. You don't want to tell anyone. You always call him your starter husband. <laughs> like out loud. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, he, he needs to understand that I could leave at any moment. That's what marriage is. <laughs> and I have lots of opportunities. I travel for work. I know a lot of rich people. Like I could be gone in a second. It's a lot of work. So he needs to be on his toes at all times. <laughs> The thing for you is like you usually, I mean, this is, how long have you guys been together now? So we got together in high school. So we're high school sweethearts to a point. So 17 years, it'll be 18 in May, <laughs> right? Like I, when I, I think it was our anniversary last year, maybe the year before I was like, I have been with you for more than half of my life at this point. I've been with you longer than I have been without you. And that was kind of a wake up call. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I remember when I had been driving for longer than I hadn't been driving. I was like, that's weird. (laughs) Like, I just, what age is that? It's like 33, right? And I was like, oh, that's so strange. Like, I've had my license for longer than I haven't had my license. So that was my comparison. Yours is to a a boy turned man as you were with him. I don't know how many men I was with. I don't know. Or he's still a boy. I still can't get him to dress right. That's just so weird to think about. Like 17 to, I mean, there was like 10 years where I just wasn't I wasn't with the person that I married and you were just like with the same person they say you're not even like your true self until you're 25 which is why a lot of people that get married earlier end up not staying married because they become who they're supposed to be and they're like oh this isn't I'm not the same anymore this isn't working yeah I mean I definitely get that I mean I'm definitely not the same person I was when I was I mean I met him at 16 and yeah we got together at 17 got married at 23 I mean, we bought our house when I was 21. Yes, you were a child. That's probably why you broke an ice maker and you were like, fine to be a Brita person. <laughs> a 21-year-old should have Brita. They should be in a college apartment with a Brita. 
Anyways. I know. Sometimes I think I did life really right. And obviously, like, I'm very grateful and lucky. Like, I found my person very early on, and we've grown up together in that sense. Store any of my boy stories are with Kevin. Well, I think it's always greener on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. At least it looks that way. But I don't know. I wouldn't change it because, like, me and Freddie always talk, like, oh, it'd be so cool if we had met earlier. But if we had met earlier, I don't think we would have actually liked each other because I was like a jersey chaser and he was like in a band. I love Jersey Chaser. (laughs) Was Freddie your only like non-sports guy that you've been with? Yes and no. I mean, I dated a wrestler, dated a golfer, dated a swimmer, dated someone that played basketball, but it was like after we were playing sports because we were like in our 20s and then Freddie. But all the guys I have dated play golf. Like that's their hobby. Yeah, because Freddie plays. Yep. And then they all have the same kind of vices that are legal in some states. They're legal in some states, not in my state, but everyone I have ever (laughs) been with plays golf and partakes in those things. So you have a type? I guess so. (laughs) I will say, so even though our stories are very different and kind of, you know, like how long we've been together and even like our relationships in general, like what we do have in common is that I think both of our husbands are very like hands-on with the kids and with the the household and they're very much like okay with us being who we are. I don't know who else I would be married to at this point. Same. I mean, I talk shit and I'm, you know, he's my starter husband and all of that. And yet (laughs) I don't think that if there was somebody else who was like almost like more driven than I am or more ambitious or wanted to do all these things and like I was the one stuck at home or I mean like Kevin Cook's he cleans up after himself for the most part. Like he picks up the kids if I need him to. Like, yes, he gives me a lot of shit for doing as much as I'm doing, but he is supportive in his own way. <laughs> yeah, definitely like a team member. Like it's not like, oh, you're the woman you do this because I also do not cook. Freddie does all the cooking. He actually just meal prepped for the whole week. So yeah, Kevin did that yesterday. <laughs> you know, I will have my egg cups and my peanut butter balls, my hard boiled eggs. I'll get my protein in this week. Um, But yeah, super hands-on, like he's outside with them right now, so I can do this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else I'd be married to because I'm definitely like, I mean, I don't call Freddie my starter husband. I think Freddie is my forever husband, but like what, like God forbid, (laughs) ever happened to him. And then I'll have to like go find someone else. Like, I don't think I would, I would be very disappointed, I think, with everyone that I date because I'd be like, oh, wait, you don't cook. Oh, you don't do this. You don't do that. And they'll be like, did your other husband do this? And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. What unicorn are you looking for, lady? <laughs> Everyone always asks if Freddie has brothers. I'm like, nope, sorry, just him. And I took him. But yeah, he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. But I think um, what's good about it is I think they're both fine like with us being so ambitious and like whatever we have to do or wherever we have to go, they're like, okay, tell me your schedule. And like, I mean, Freddie's job even is because like he can't travel because I need to be able to. Yeah. I can't imagine if Kevin had a different job where, I mean, he's literally 15 minutes from his office and he's fairly flexible. I mean, he's been there forever. And so, yeah, if he needs to grab the kids at, you know, school, if something happens or they're sick or whatever else, like, and I'm in, I'm on the other side of the country. Like he can handle it. Yeah. But people do it. People balance that kind of life all the time. And it's just, it's the communication piece that's so important. Yeah. What do you guys do? We do it on Sundays. We're like, all right, what's what's your weekly schedule? 
And I just literally pull out the calendar. I'm like, okay, this is when I need dinner. <laughs> this is when you have to pick the kids up. This, these are the mornings you have to do drop off or, and that's how we figure it out. Does he actually listen though? Like you don't have to tell him 17 times and write it somewhere and then send him a reminder of the day of, because that's where my frustration comes in. Cause we have a calendar on our fridge. Water doesn't work, but the magnet part does. And there's a calendar on it. <laughs> and I swear every day it's just like, okay, well, let me re-remind Kevin what is going on today. Like I will not be home. He's like, why won't you be home? And I was like, I have a work dinner. Who, what? You never told me that. Oh my God. Do you not listen? Do you not listen when I talk? I don't think so. I do know that he doesn't register certain tones because... <laughs> I can say this now because by the time this is released, I think the whole joke will play out. But there was a beeping sound coming out of our kitchen for the last month. It was kind of a combination between like a chirp and a beep. And it sounded like something was like dying, like a battery pack of something was like alerting you. Or maybe like, you know, when your um, smoke detector batteries go out, it just like reminds you like, hey, this is important. You need to replace this. We could not figure out where this was coming from. And I say we, but really me, because Kevin could not hear the sound. So every 15 minutes, this little like chirp would go off in the kitchen. And I would like look up like a crazy person. And I was like, there it was again. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's no way you don't hear that. They don't hear baby crying either. Just FYI. They will sleep right through a baby crying. They don't. They don't. And I swear, I thought I was going crazy for a while because like for a month, this was going through. And so the other day I went like full on, you know, crazy person. And I like pulled out a stool and I cleaned out the whole top of the fridge. I was like, something is beeping in this general area. And I found it. His brother had put like one of those, uh, what are they called? They're just like a little like prank thing from Amazon. And all it does is just beep anywhere from like every 15 to 20 fucking minutes. Because his brother couldn't hear it. It didn't even work. It pranked you. <laughs> it's fine because the joke's on them because we found it. I knew immediately who did it. And so I bought a cricket chirping prank on Amazon and we put it in their house yesterday at brunch. Ooh. And so hopefully right now <laughs> that thing is driving at least my sister-in-law crazy because <laughs> if, if my brother-in-law has hearing like Kevin, then yeah, they're not going to be impacted. It must be a man thing. I don't know. I'm like, I think you really need to get your hearing checked out. And he's like, you know, no, I don't want to go to a doctor. Like, I'm fine. And I, I hear everything fine if you just talk into my left ear instead of my right. I'm like, that's not normal. <laughs> like, he also only wears one contact. Does he have vertigo? He's going to like fall over because like only half of his face works. That's what I said. I remember the very first time I found out. I mean, obviously we were young and I was like, what do you mean? Like you only have one contact in right now? Cause I'm blind as a bat. So if I have one contact, like I will just throw up. Like there's just no balancing. If I lose a contact in the car, I can't drive. Like it's that bad. And he's just like, oh yeah, well I just switch them. So I don't have to pay. I'm like, are we poor? He's still, he's 37 and he still wears one contact. He just changes them. I guess so. I think he does like, you know, two weeks in one eye and then he'll take that one out and he'll put two weeks in another eye or something like. Contacts are not, just get a pair of glasses. He has glasses too, but sometimes he doesn't want to wear them. Oh my God. This is new information for me. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Okay. Is that why his portion size are so small when he cooks? Because he can only like see half of it. <laughs> Every time I go there, I'm like, okay, I'm still hungry. Now I know how Dana's so skinny because she's like fed like European portion. <laughs> not American portions. I'm like, this is Georgia, the South. Like, where's the rest of my food? He's like, here's your two potatoes. 
one asparagus <laughs> beer and this duck leg. That's all. And I'm like, I'll just drink all the wine. Yeah, it's definitely like eating at a fine dining restaurant. Like, and he's worked on his presentation skills. So it's pretty, but I'm just like, I guess just give me a small plate so it feels like I'm <laughs> getting a bigger portion. <laughs> it does look pretty and it tastes really good, but I'm just like, yeah. Well, that's a big difference between Freddie and Kevin is what I remember going over to your house. And again, the dinner differences, like Freddie made like a 17 pounds of enchiladas for just like the three of us. That one time I came over and I'm like, because that's, that's what the recipe is. It makes eight. So I, he eats two and I eat one, but then I can have one for lunch and then like dinner the next day. <laughs> Kevin doesn't believe in leftovers, right? No. No, neither one of us really do. Like, we'll put things in containers if there's something left over, but generally they'll get thrown out a couple of days later. I love leftovers. That's what I do at lunch. But I work from home, so it's easy just to pop in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, great. Enchilada. Yeah, no. Well, neither one of us work from home. So if we forget it in the morning, which is generally what happens, we have intentions of taking, you know, the leftovers to lunch and yet we forget. And then we're just like, well, I guess we'll go out to lunch with everyone and that'll be that. Yep. That's so funny. But I think in regards to like business, obviously, I'm really grateful that both of our husbands feed us because I would have popcorn and cheese boards for dinner <laughs> without them or cereal. I don't know the last time I had cereal. Yeah. Could you imagine if we were just roommates, like just surviving? Yeah. If something happened around <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, like that's all I made. And like Stouffer's what I made in college, like the chicken with the gravy. I remember eating a lot of fruit in college. And for some reason, I made a lot of muffins. Oh. I would melt cheese on Tostito chips in the oven. That's what I would do. Ooh. Only one time I almost burned the apartment down because I fell asleep while they were <gasps> it was just a broil. So I don't really know what happened. But still, were they just like super black and it smells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't eat them. Burnt. <laughs> but that's still my favorite thing to do. Anytime I'm hungover, I'm like, chips and cheese, that's what I need. Brings me back to life. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so I actually have a question for you because, again, we know each other, but not like all of the details. When you met Freddie, I know you guys worked together. Did you have a side hustle then as well or you started it afterwards? What I'm asking really is like, did Freddie always know you as someone that had multiple jobs and he knew what he was getting himself into? I don't think at that time I had a side hustle. But I have been reflecting on that and I've always been doing something else. So... Because I mean, the first job I had was a leasing agent. So I was doing swim lessons on the side back then because it was like right out of college. I still knew how to swim. I mean, I could still swim, but you know, like I couldn't teach anyone to swim anymore. Like my kids go to swim lessons, they're taught by someone else. But back then, like I was just like meeting people out there, summer league pools, and I would do swim lessons on the side. And then I did like resumes in Illustrator and I would sell them on Etsy. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yep, I did that. That was after I met Freddie. And then when I worked for you, like when I first started working at your company, I also worked at Flywheel because it was underneath the apartment that we leased. That's right. You went across the street because you were like, I want a discount. Yeah. I was like, I'm not spending $220 a month for bar and cycle, but I want to do these things. And they were like, oh, you can work for like an hour and a half in the morning, hour and a half in the evening. They were super easy shifts. And so, yeah, I did that. And then I moved to Charlotte and... Then I started Rodan and Fields and then I did that. So I guess, yeah, I've always been doing something. Maybe like took breaks here and there, but I guess I've always, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess he just knows me as someone that was ambitious, but like he didn't, when we first started dating, I just had one job, if you will. Mm -hmm. Good question. I really had to think about that. But 
So when I did Rodan and Fields, we always had stuff at night because everyone, that's a side hustle for everyone, right? That's direct sales. So there's like a lot of stuff that goes on. It was back then it was like on Facebook and we would have like Facebook pages and like people would go live and there'd be events and like, you you know, that's what we did. Ours was virtual. We didn't really push like in-person parties. So it was all virtual parties. So we've been doing this. Okay. Like what nights are you busy for like seven years at this point? So he knows because he, when he's shopping for groceries, he needs to know when I need dinner and when I don't, or when I'm going to be there when I'm not. And obviously like now it's kids. So now he's got to like, okay, what nights are we giving baths? So I don't have to do bath time all by myself. <laughs> so yeah, lots of planning. Good question. And he's never had two jobs ever. Just need to throw that out there. Yeah, that was going to be my follow-up. I was like, so he doesn't come from that side of things. No, he's very, um, he's a country boy. You know, he grew up a little simple life in a Christian band. <laughs> but yeah, like he doesn't, he would be fine. Like just here forever. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it without like being condescending. And I don't mean to be condescending, but I, he's not pushing me. Like if I want to lose weight, like I need to make him get on my diet. He's not coming to me like, Hey, I think we should go to bed earlier so we can wake up and work out. (laughs) No, like I have to be the one to be like, this is a great idea. Well, I think that that, he's just more go with the flow. And I would say Kevin's very much like that too. Like, and it's not to be condescending, but I think they're very content. So they are like, as long as like everyone is happy and we have, you know, enough money to cover things that we need and we have a good life and a good house and good family, like things are good. Whereas I think you and I are very much like the things are good, but could they be better? (laughs) Let's find out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think I get bored. Like if this, like we were talking about in an earlier episode, like I can't imagine doing the same thing for the next 10, 20 years. Like it would need to be different in some capacity. So I think that I just get bored. Like, I mean, I was the kid that like rearranged their room all the time. Did you do that as a child? Like, yeah, same. I still do it in our living room. Like every time you come here, you're like, did you get new furniture? I'm like, no, I just break the sectional couch up and just move it all around. It's modular, but not really. Yeah. I never knew that a sectional couch could be so, I mean, like, obviously I knew like sections come apart and you can move it everywhere else, but I never thought to do half of the things that you've done with your living room. This is what it is. I'm not getting a new couch till these children are older and they won't ruin it. It's great color. It's so smart. Great color. It's like a grige. No big deal. Mine's like navy blue. Like I'm not dumb. And I got like, I paid extra for that spray coating or something that they put on it. Like there's so much shit between milk and wine and really Kevin's cocktails. Oh, Kevin has spilled more fucking cocktails on that couch than Elliot has spilled milk. (laughs) That is funny. Like really, I'm like, do you not see your own drink that you just put there? And I'll sit down. I'll just knock it right off. Maybe if he had both contacts in, <laughs> he'd be able to see it. I think that's also like when you have, because you guys don't have like a table on either side. No. Well, we have like the little, we have little side tables that will move over there. Because I didn't really measure when we bought the couch. And so it literally goes like wall to wall. And so there's not. And with a sectional, you can't, usually it's got like high. So like you can't have a side table with sectionals. Yeah. There's, so you have to have those like modular moving ones. But then you have to remember to move it before you sit down because then you're just going to be like, will this drink balance on this armrest? Will it balance on this pillow? Maybe, maybe, no. Oh, okay. The answer is usually no. (laughs) Came home today and the cushion was just like out. And I was like, what happened here? And Freddie was like, oh, Sage's water bottle was just horizontal for a really long time. And I didn't know it. And the whole thing (laughs) is wet. I was like, well, thank God it's just water. So we just have to dry it. But that was... I digress. So yeah, I think what's great about having someone like this, at least for me, this is definitely different for Dana, 
I control logistical side of our house, our relationship. Head of operations. Yeah, I'm operations for my house. Like he doesn't know. He makes money, it goes into our account. I spend it. Like he doesn't, he gets a little allowance every week and that's all he cares about. He doesn't need anything. If he needs clothes, like I usually buy them. So he doesn't know, which is good and bad because I should not be in charge of money. That's why we have someone at Craft Happy that does that. But I'm also on the flip side of that is like, I don't have to ask permission to do anything. Whereas like I talk to a lot of friends and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to, he's going to kill me if I buy another dress or like if I do this, I do that. Like we're going to have to hide this box or Daniel will get stuff shipped to the office instead of to her house because Kevin will lose a shit to another package. (laughs) Whereas Freddie's like, here's your packages. I opened them and broke them down. Here's what's in them. I'm like, oh, thank you. He is the sweetest (laughs) guy. Like this. (laughs) I got this for you. Do you like it? Do you think Sage needs another tutu? I ordered one. And he's like, oh, yeah, I love it. And I'm like, I need someone to hold me accountable. And it's not going to be him. Like I said, like dry January. Do you think he's doing dry January? He did not do that with me. So I just all by myself. I'm like, cool. I'll just drink these whatever fun things I can find to make myself feel better. <laughs> that it's not just water. But I mean, it's good and bad, right? Pros and cons to everything. Yeah. I think um, I don't ship that much to work. <laughs> I am definitely the kind of person, though, if I go on a Target run and my car is full, like I will just wait until the morning when he leaves and then I'll unload. And it's not so much that he is head of operations for our house. So he manages all of our finances. He pays the bills. I am just responsible for going and getting paychecks and putting them in the account. And I figure at some point, if I get crazy, then he will tell me, hey, babe, a little too much this month. Like we need to reel it back. But as long as that's not happening, like there is no allowance necessarily talking. And again, it's not so much that he is controlling about the money at all. It's the like the side comments that I just don't want to hear. Like, oh, you need another thing or, oh, you got more packages. And like, again, he doesn't care necessarily, but it's I just don't want to deal with it. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this shit in my car. And (laughs) guess what? There's a couple of new pillows on the couch. He hasn't said anything about. I don't think he knows that they're new and it's great. And it's just helping our relationship survive another 17 years. I like it. That's what I'm doing. We're surviving. (laughs) Working for the greater good. I don't think you're alone in that. I don't think you're alone in that at all. I think I'm on the island here because I feel like Freddie is an anomaly when it comes to that. Because I feel like for the most part, usually the men control the finances in the household. Yeah. Again, as long as I'm able to spend what I feel like I want to spend, which I don't think is very excessive. Like I'm, I'm shopping on Amazon. Right. Like again, like I, I don't have a Louis wallet, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's a, that's another thing. I'm like, hmm, I spend a lot of money, but I'm like looking around my house. I'm like, none of this shit is nice. Like everything in my office is from Ikea. Ikea Hobby Lobby. That's what's behind us. But my grease couch was free. Like not a lot of nice shit. Like the kitchen is nice, but like if I move, that will stay here. Like, yeah nothing's really that great. I get cheap rugs because I just buy new ones every couple of years because rugs are gross, especially with kids and dogs. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm just like, what am I spending all this money on? Like I should just buy less stuff and make it better. Well, I was about to say, I was like, I think I'm actually starting to get into that phase of my life. Like I've embraced, like even, even my clothes, like my casual clothes will definitely be Amazon, but I will spend more money. Like I'll go and get Spanx, like pants or like suit jackets or something like if I'm trying to like up it and then I'm trying to like clean out my wardrobe a little bit maybe that's where I'm starting and then hopefully that will trickle to the rest of the things in my house like our couch is very nice so I don't anticipate we're going to buy a couch anytime soon it's not for that room 
you have like one, two, three other rooms. But it can always be worse. And that's what I try and remind him of all of the time. Perspective. Like any of our like fancy friends, I'm just like, I could be her. Like I could be doing that or, you know, I could make you buy me real diamonds for Christmas instead of, you know, ordering some other things like. Yeah, he texted me a couple of days before Christmas. He was like, I need some stocking stuff or ideas for Dana. What's like some makeup shit on Amazon? And I was like, <laughs> he texted you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, makeup on Amazon. Let me see what I would want. So I was just like searching things. He picked the best one. I think that I sent. He did good. I do. I'm wearing my contour palette right now. Oh, nice. Is that what it was? It was a contour? Anastasia. I don't know. Anastasia. I use her eyebrow pencil. Something sounds funny. But I do think in our situations... Even us having a side hustle, like Freddie's pretty supportive in general. Absolutely. With you doing what you need to do. And I think Kevin is too. He just has different ways of expressing it maybe. And I think Kevin knows more. Like I don't actually, like when we're done, like I don't go repeat this to Freddie unless there's something exciting. Like, oh, hey, our box is coming. Like our new golden sample is coming. Like he'll know that. But other than that, I'm like, okay, I did it. I'm done. And he's like, okay. Does he just not ask you about it? Because he probably knows that you're you know, hey, let's move on. I don't want to like rehash the last hour conversation with Dana or probably I feel like Kevin is like waiting for our payday. (laughs) Oh, you think? (laughs) I think Freddie is just like, well, it's Kristen and Dana, like whatever they're doing, like they'll figure it out and I'll benefit from it at some point. So until then, I'll just take care of the kids so she can do what she's got to do. But I feel like Kevin's like, okay, what did you do to move the needle today, Dana? Tell me. What wise words did Kristen share with you that you need to tell me? And you're like, <laughs> nothing. We just talked about you for the last hour. And he's going to love that. Well, I do think um, for me and for him even, like I think it's important that he feels involved in some respect because when you do have a side hustle, like you're moving your husband from number two in your life and maybe number three or four if you have kids, obviously, right? Like so in the list of priorities, I like to think that I'm putting myself up there just because again, like, take care of yourself. You can't take care of anyone else. And then I've got Emerson, got Elliot, and then there's Kevin, like number four. And now he's really number five because Craft Happy is mixed in with the kids now, right? Like priority wise. Then you have the real full-time job. So maybe he's like priority 10. And so (laughs) I feel like I need to involve him and I wouldn't say like consult, but just like update him on things that are going. Because I do want to also like share my excitement for what we're doing. And although he's not going to meet me at my level of excitement, you know, hence when we came back from our event booth night and he was just like, that's it. You broke even. Congratulations. Like, I don't expect him to be up there. If I want excitement, I'm going to go to Kristen. <laughs> I'm here for that. Here for that. Um, I mean, Freddie's involved. Like, he knows what we're doing. Like, he'll help me pack kits. Like, he used to help do anything I needed help with, like, build the boxes, put the labels on, whatever we needed. But there's not so much like manual labor that's coming out of my. Craft Happy headquarters studio in Charlotte anymore. So, yeah, Kevin's moved quite a number of boxes. I'll give him that credit. And I'm like, hey, do, hey, babe, you want to work out tonight? I have 50 large Craft Happy chunky blanket kits that need to go into the garage. And then in the morning, if you wouldn't mind just kicking them outside for the UPS guy, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, they do what they can. Yeah. Well, I do think it's also important for each of us. And I think even just talking with either them or friends, like to have another perspective. Because if you and I, I mean, we could talk ourselves in circles or we can get really excited about something and then they have a different perspective or they just ask like a really like one question. And then we're like, oh, we didn't think about that. And granted, my number one comeback for anything like 
that he says that I don't like to hear <laughs> is you are not my target audience. You are not a, a 20 to 40 year old woman <laughs> who's looking for a fun activity with their friends to do on a Friday night, like girls night in. You are not my target. So if you don't listen to my podcast, that's why I'm, I'm giving him a little bit of grace. I was like, you know what? This, this is for you. It's not. And it's okay. But they've given us, I mean, they really helped not name craft happy. Remember the first name? We were just going to call it like Crafty Hour. And we were so excited. We were like, okay, we're going to offer craft workshops and it's going to be about an hour. So it's going to be Crafty Hour. Like come and join a workshop. And I remember we each of us left that conversation like Crafty Hour. We got it. Like I think we even started logos. We were so excited. And they each responded with the same response. What did they say, Kristen? (laughs) Well, did we tell Freddie? I just remember being in your old kitchen and he was like, crappy hour. And we were like, that's not what we said. <laughs> but Freddie said the same thing when you said like, he was like, well, that was the first thing I heard. But he probably said it nicely. He was like, oh, I thought that's what you said. But now that you say it, I get it. But yeah, so we were going to go crafty hour. Kevin was like, crappy hour. And we were like, well, you just killed it. But thank God he did. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of crafty hours out there, actually. It's not that many craft happies. No offense to them. They didn't have a husband to, you know, crush their dreams that one night. And I like Craft Happy a hell of a lot better than Crafty Hour anyway. And a lot of our workshops actually were more than an hour anyway. So they were either 45 minutes or an hour and a half. So I could also see people being like, this is not an hour. I don't understand your concept. But but it's good. I mean, like just communicating in general. I think the one like point of conflict that Kevin and I have as it relates to Craft Happy is honestly with the finances. And it's not so much like us, Kristen and I, needing like more investment money or things that are going on, but it's like he sees how many hours I'm putting into it and how many hours you're putting into it. And he's just like, I know you're both smart. (laughs) It's very much like Freddie. I know whatever you guys are going to do, it's going to be successful, but I just don't understand how and when, or maybe it's the when part because he understands like the concept, like I went through, Kristen, you and I just had a big conversation the other day about like how many kits we need to break even and for the Kickstarter campaign and getting our pricing and everything ready to go. And so I immediately go upstairs and I'm like breaking it down to him. He's like, yeah, all that sounds good. So when will we start seeing financial gain from all of the hours that you're putting into it? Because he doesn't come from an entrepreneurial background, neither do I. And I wasn't a side hustler before this. So it's kind of a new phase of life for both of us over the last couple of years. And so... That's the one point that I'm just like, it's not about the money. And he's like, then I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy and fulfilled in other ways. That it's going to come. And he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we are financially compensated in like the way like any business owner would be. Like you can run expenses through your business that you would normally pay for yourself, but he doesn't see it that way. And I, I guess if you're controlling the finances, like, I mean, I see it that way. Like I literally, when I was doing the taxes the other day, I was like looking through or preparing stuff for the taxes. I do not know how to file taxes. Someone else does that for me. I know how to (laughs) compile paperwork that they need. And I was just looking, I was like, damn. So like, weren't taking a paycheck, but it is helping in certain ways. And so maybe you just need to like break that down every month and be like, look, this is what it did. You're welcome. Well, that's, (laughs) that's, I'm not very good at that either, though, because I'm barely know. Like, I have to ask you how much. So I was like, well, if we're paying for this, this, and this, and I'll have to go back on the credit card. And I'm like, well, we're running XYZ through Craft Happy. So instead of us paying for it, the company is paying for it. So this is actually a savings. And he's probably like, so you mean we could have just been paid? I'm like, well, no, yes. Exactly. But then if you get paid the money, then you pay taxes on the money. 
And then it's not a write-off. So he's just not seen it at all. So he's like, it doesn't count. But, you know, he, he comes from an hourly. His mindset is hourly. I remember having a conversation at a dinner table in your old house, the table that did not fit in your new house. <laughs> and and he was just saying how he is more successful than you because he doesn't have a college degree. And his hourly rate was better than like however much education he had. And it just didn't make sense. And you were just like, what are you saying? I don't fucking understand <laughs> what you are saying. And I'm just sitting there is because Dana, Dana and Kevin is my favorite show to watch. So every time I'm there, I'm like, what are we going to yell about today? This is so fun. Um, I remember that conversation a little bit. I mean, he definitely, because he didn't have a college education and he has, he's a self-made, like he didn't come from a lot and he's definitely done very well for himself. But yes, his mindset is hourly. And I'm like, you're not working at Outback Steakhouse anymore. <laughs> this is not an hourly job. Like, I like he'll come home and he'll be like, oh, I got a raise. I got like a $2 raise. And I was like, what does that mean? What the fuck is $2? Like we are in our 30s. I don't know what a $2 raise is. I was like, what is that over the course of a year? And he's not even clocking in and out. I'm like, who's paying you by the hour that you guys still talk about your salary in terms of hours? Like I have no idea how much I get paid hourly. No, to be fair. But I think that you're right. And I think honestly, I need like, I need to find a friend of his that's very financially savvy or accounting savvy. And we have some like friends in our group that have their own businesses or side hustles themselves. And so I think now that I'm thinking through my own situation, I need for them to sit down with him to help me. (laughs) Yeah. Explain. I don't know. It's just, and by the way, if you ever need to know it, the number of hours per year worked for a 40 hour per week job is 2080. So you can times hourly by 2080 to get the annual salary. Wow. Did you not learn that as a leasing agent? See, I, I still do the old school of like, oh, there's 40 hours in a week, there's 52 weeks in a year. But I assume that that's 40 times 52. I don't really know. But 2080 was a number. Anytime I had to like do someone's income when I was a leasing agent for like their, oh, if they had an hourly job, I would just times it by 2080. So what 40 times 52 is what? Is 2080. There you go. Just remember 2080. Is that core math? <laughs> is, that, is that common core that we just worked through the problem? <laughs> we showed our work. Yeah, that's exactly what you did. Like, how did you get 2080? You're like, uh, 40 times 52, duh. Yeah, let me go through that. But yeah, super grateful we have husbands that we do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. We wouldn't be able to do this. If I had anyone else that was more controlling or even asked a couple more questions, like, I mean, I come back at him pretty hard and he comes back at me like we're, you know, tit for tat in that respect. But I would, to your point about being bored without a side hustle, I think I'd be bored if we didn't, you know, have our arguments or I don't even say they're arguments. Like, I mean, we get into knockout drag out fights. Sometimes that's marriage, but it's really just challenging each other. Yeah. It's heated discussions and you just cuss a lot when you're having these discussions. You're not like, you're not like actually fighting. I think that's why... Like, I don't feel uncomfortable. It's not like I have to leave the room. That's why it's fun for other people to watch. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Like, if you really thought we were going to get a divorce, then it probably wouldn't be as fun anymore. (laughs) Right. I'd be like, oh, shit, this is not okay. But I know you're, like, secretly in love with each other. You just don't want anyone to know. Well, this is my public affirmation. I love my husband. I'll keep him for as long as he'll have me. (laughs) That's the real joke behind the starter husband is it's when he leaves you. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh my God, that's why I have to take care of myself. That's why I have to get my hair professionally colored. A lot of work. I need to get Anastasia contour kits. From your husband. (laughs) 
Yeah, I need to lose two pounds a week by not drinking. <laughs> this is a lot of work. It really is. It really is. But that's marriage. Marriage, side hustles, being working moms, all of it's work. But it's worth it. It's fun at the end of the day. It's nice to have someone to share it with. Absolutely. Hopefully they'll listen to this and buy us nice Valentine's Day presents. Oh my gosh. I'll be like, I have a 15 minute commute and now it's 45 minutes. And it's going to take me three days to listen. Meh. Silly. The worst. Love you, Kevin. Love you, Freddie. <laughs> <We'll just laughs> oh, goodness. All right. We'll show appreciation for our co founders' husbands more so than our own. That's a good idea. Do you guys do anything for Valentine's Day? Are you like Valentine's Day people? Are you date night people? Every once in a while, I see your posts, but do you like prioritize it? No, it's definitely not prioritized like it should be. I like a theme for anything. So if Hallmark <laughs> created a holiday for me called Valentine's Day, I'll take it. So, but do we do stuff? No, because I feel like it's like February 10th when he's like, oh, I need to make a reservation. And then, you know, they do stupid Valentine's Day menus. So, like, you, yeah, I don't like that. Not a fan. So, I don't really care what we do for Valentine's, but like, I like all holidays. But Valentine's, you're my first Galentine. I think we were at Hilton Head when that became like a thing. Oh, I remember that. Was that when you had um your glitter hair, your phase? Probably. I had fairy hair for a while until I had these kids and their hair, their hands got stuck and like took my fairy hair out. I love fairy hair. And it's very popular now. People have it all over. And I'm like, I feel like I started this. Is it back again? Oh my God. People all over have it. I love it. It's literally tinsel in your hair. It's amazing. One guy at Hair Cedar, that's our grocery store here in Charlotte. He said, ma'am, can I ask you a question? Is that real? I was like, as real as my blonde hair, little boy. I sparkle. I just grow out sparkly hair. Yep. I'm a unicorn or an elf. I don't know. I think elf. an elf would have sparkly hair. Would you rather be a unicorn or an elf though? I don't know. I mean, unicorns are horses. So I, I think if I had to pick, I would be an elf so I could, you know, work at the North Pole. It looks very magical in all the movies. That's true. Do you like cold weather enough for that though? No, but I like cold weather clothing and hot chocolate. Yeah. Accessories, scarves, mittens, hats. Yeah. Like here, like when I put that stuff on, I need to take it off by like 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, this is dumb. Like I want to live in a Hallmark movie where I can wear a little cute hat with a pom-pom on top all day long. And you just can't because it's like (laughs) the sun comes out and it's hot. Yeah. You need to go a little bit further north for that. Yeah. But I don't know. I prefer. I like warmer weather if I have to pick. I think I'm a cold weather person. You can always put more things on. You can't take that much off. True. Once you're naked, that's it. That's it. And you're still hot. hot. Like I can cover up. I can put on a winter coat and a chunky blanket. And if I'm still cold, I can wear another chunky blanket. Still cold? Another chunky blanket. <laughs> we should make a chunky blanket snuggy, like that you can wear. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh. Figure that out. All right. Well, we'll go figure that out. And we'll see you back here for our next episode. And thank you for joining us. Hopefully, go kiss your husband if you've got one or your boyfriend or your significant other, whoever that might be. Show them some love because if you're listening to this, you're probably a badass and it's probably a lot for them to be with you. I know I'm a lot. (laughs) So you should show them some appreciation. I should probably do the same today as well. Yes. And happy Valentine's Day too. And if your Valentine is wine, that's also amazing. I saw a sweater in a boutique that said my Valentine is wine. I was like, I love that. (gasps) And we didn't get it because like that would offend my husband. Oh, Kevin would love it. See? Differences. I'm going to see if I can find it on Amazon right now. It's not on Amazon, (laughs) but I don't know where it is. I'll get it and mail it to you. (laughs) All right. Well, bye. Okay, bye. 
Thanks for listening. Did you have fun? Yes? Good answer. Want more where this came from? Yes? Another good answer. Like and subscribe, find us on social at Craft Happy Co. and get extra cozy for the next episode with your own Craft Happy Chunky Blanket Kit. Use promo code TANGLEDUP for 10% off at crafthappyco.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Okay, bye.